everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Lessons with Troy, the podcast. I'm your host, Troy Bernie Meyer. This week, I'm happy to welcome back Alan Akaka for another episode of Hawaiian Steel Guitar Talk Story. This episode was originally recorded April 6th of 2016. We're going to kick off this episode with my performance of his arrangement of the song All We Valet of Stars for You. If you want to learn how to play this song, we are offering the tablature, jam track, and performance track on my other site, onlinelessonvideos.com. Also, if you're interested in learning more about playing lap steel, dobro, weisenborn, or pedal steel, be sure to check out my site, lessonswithtroy.com, where you'll find lots of downloadable video lessons and lots of free samples too. Right now, here's the song I'll Weave a Lay of Stars for You, followed by Talk Story with Alan Akaka.
Well, here we are back again for another episode of Hawaiian Steel Guitar Talk Story. Um, go ahead and make welcome all the way from Hawaii, Alan Akaka. Aloha, everyone. And Troy, how are you doing? Aloha, Alan. I'm good. I'm good. Well, what song do you have for us uh, this week? Well, this week I have a song that was written by R. Alex Anderson that is entitled uh, We Will Live Stars for You. And, you know, you know um, he, he, he was a master in poetry, writing songs. And, he, you know, it's when, when you listen to the words, they're, they're so romantic, you know, We Will Live Stars for You. You know, the metaphors in the songs are, are fantastic. To wear on nights like this, each time you wear my layer stars, I'll greet you with a kiss. The moon is green with envy, or uh, with jealousy, I'm sorry, and all the planets too. For when you wear my layer stars, um, oh wait, for when you wear my layer stars, and and then there's one more line after that. It just escaped me, but you know, it's just I I just you know, it, you know, it's interesting where um. You know, although he was not Hawaiian, as far as I, I know, he doesn't have any uh, Hawaiian ancestry. But yet, when he wrote, you know, he used metaphors just like the Hawaiian poets used. You know, uh, uh, taking metaphors from nature. Yeah. You know, yeah. the stars, the moon. In this case, uh, otherwise it would be the flowers. You know, something, something out there in nature, and it would be tied to someone, normally a female, sometimes a male. Um, so a lay of stars, I mean, how romantic is that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could go to a, a, a lay stand and, and buy a lay of, uh, full of flowers easily, but who can get a lay of stars? <laughs> wow. It, that it, is something. What year, what year was this written? Any idea around uh, what year? I, I, I think in the, I think in the thirties, if, if if I'm not mistaken, wait. Let me let me do a quick check right now because I don't want to be a liar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I. Let's see. Um, a weave of lamp stars for you. Um, let's see. Night. Oh, I'm sorry. Forties. Nineteen forty-eight. Nice. Okay. Okay. So nineteen forty-eight. That was just right after the war. Now, I um, Alex Anderson is a World War One veteran. Okay. You know, so so he, he fought. You know, he fought uh, in the European theater, and he was actually captured by the Germans. So um, he was he was able to escape and and live to tell the story. So he escaped the prison, he escaped the Germans, and he got back to Hawaii and so on. And, um, you know, he could not only be a businessman, but also a, a, a poet and a composer. I can't imagine what would have happened if, you know, he never made it out of Germany alive. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he wrote so many songs after that. I mean, tons of songs. I mean, Melikalikimaka. Oh no! That way. is the okay. most famous of all Hawaiian Christmas songs. For sure, yeah. And people can hum it. They may not know all the words, although the words are not difficult, but they can hum it. Haolehula, which um, you know um, is still being performed today. Um, 
some others. Uh, what else? Uh, he wrote songs for his school. By the way, he graduated from the same school as President Obama. Really? Well, that's interesting. The name of the school is Punahou. So, um, nice. fantastic school, really. I mean, a lot of, well, Steve Case is also from Punahou. You know, he was a CEO of AOL. Oh, yeah. Steve okay. Case. He's a Punahou graduate. And, and there are many others uh, that went to Punahou that uh, made their mark in business and, and government and so on. So, anyway, moving on. This song. Live Stars, I wrote in the key of E-flat, and I'm using the C-13 tuning. Okay. Now, the C-13 tuning for a six-string steel guitar is very similar to the C-6 tuning. The one difference is the bottom string. Now, let me go over the C-6 tuning. On the top string, or the highest note, would be E, then C, A, G, E, C. Okay. On the C13 tuning, it's E, C, A, G, E, and the B flat on the bottom. <coughs> so if I can demonstrate this way, sure. um, you know, um, the audience can hear what it's like. So you have your E for C6 tuning. C, A, G, E. Standard C6 tuning. Now, for the C13 tuning, I put that B flat string on the seventh. Now, the beauty, the beauty of <clears throat> having that low B flat string is you get seventh chords. seventh cards that you know <coughs> if you listen to uh, Hawaii calls you you would have heard some introductions started like that or, or, or the interludes while Webley Edwards would be talking about the islands or about the water temperature and the temperature in the air and so on and so forth you know just to bring people over to the islands so so anyway um this tuning um I, I've been using this tuning for many years. Uh, being that I had eight strings, easy. Um, and uh, a lot of other well-known entertainers, still guitarists, use this C13 tuning as well. Jules Zassi was one of them. Barney Isaacs. And the list goes on and on and on. J. Kelly Ikoa was also a very fine still guitarist who also played on Hawaii Calls uh, way back when, before Barney Isaacs. And it was Joe Zassi and Jake Kiliko. Then when Jake left, it was Joe Zassi and Barney Isaacs. But um, Joe, uh, Jake uh, not only played a six-string steel guitar, and he would use a C thirteenth with the B flat on the bottom rather than the C. And 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 um, Jake Kiliko himself was um, sort of like a pioneer. He was into swing, and he would sometimes play steel guitar. And, try to emulate, say, a, a brass section in some of the things he did. And, uh, you know, visiting jazz artists 
would come in and um, sit and, and, and listen to Jake play. Yeah, he, he had some interesting fills and so on. Six strings, C thirteenth. So this song, Aweeva Live starts for you. Um, you know, it, it pretty much goes like this. That's a melody itself. Now, what what I did in in this tab is I I use open strings. So again, this is in the key of E flat. So I I, I did this. So that C string is open because that's a melody note. card to a D7 chord. Now I can't say enough about connecting notes within a phrase and I use two things. One, I use a, a pata from down here, fourth string, third fret, all the way to the tenth fret, strings two and three. basically what a pata is, yeah? So, slide up, mute, hit. So when you do it fat, uh, when you do it in real time, you try to hold the first note as long as possible and get quickly up to the second one or point B's. From point A to point B, it's, it's done uh, so that uh, the, the, the um, slide is kind of minimized and, and if you don't pay attention, you won't even notice it. What you will notice is that it sounds well connected. So the second thing is connecting the double ten on strings two and three to seven six on strings two and three. They're not, no, they're not. But um, but anytime you're playing uh, a song, and and songs are written in phrases or musical sentences. Whenever you're 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 playing it, you want to connect the notes within the musical phrase. That's uh, that's if you don't have articulation markings such as you know staccatos and and TPs and so on. Uh, but you want to connect everything. It doesn't matter if it's no, rather than you know, um, for this song that wouldn't work. You know, where the the notes within the phrase are disjointed. Um, so, you know,
see how things are connected in there. Now, I want to bring out another point. When I went from double 10 on strings 2 and 3 to 7, 6, notice as I was going down, I started to to um, to slap my bar little by little until I reached my destination. So it's a gradual slanting until I get to the 7-6. And I'm going to do it here again. So if I take it to the beginning, <coughs> it's going to sound. something that you'll hear in the B flat, I mean uh, in the C 13 tuning. That's that seventh chord. All right, so anyway, uh, connections are so very important <clears throat> when, when, when you're playing. Uh, it doesn't matter the speed of the song. It's all very important. If you listen to other masters, it doesn't matter if it's in country, what's the swing and so on, you can hear these connections. You can tell the difference between a novice who doesn't know how to connect versus a professional or just any other artist who knows how to connect all the notes and, and, and it's like a you know, a string of pearls. You know, everything is well connected. And then um like in any song that you know, where a singer is uh Singing all these lyrics, well, at some point in time, they have to take a breath. It's the same thing that we do. It's called phrasing. Okay. Okay. So, so anyway, um, uh, let me go on. After I do this, and then I have this. some extra notes in there that you don't want and you can't have that because some of those two of those notes are not in the chord so you got to get rid of them by muting and so on now now uh, at the end of the piece I have a little rubato freeform section okay which is it, which which is really nice it, uh, I'm gonna play the very end it goes like this and this starts at the second ending. So, folks, you want to get this uh, tab because it is, it's a really nice arrangement of a beautiful song, of a really romantic song. So this is the second ending. Then 
I put two splashes, which means breath mark, and then the free form. And even though I didn't write in slide in there, I think you'll be able to figure out going from the, the threes or the third fret. From the 15th fret, the only thing you can do is slide there. And it says let ring two. So nice, nice. Yeah. Great and arrangement. You you'll enjoy this. You you really enjoy this. Now, uh, I understand you have a question for me. Yeah, let me go ahead and read it. It's uh on Facebook, and also for the listeners or viewers, you know, if you have a question, let us know. You know, me or Alan know on Facebook or, or wherever. But uh, yeah, Sebastian from Berlin, uh, he plays with a group called the Hula Hut. Uh, says hi, Troy. Sebastian from Berlin here. I really like the podcast you're doing with Alan. Mm -hmm. I have a question for him. Do you have any drills or exercises to work on for your intonation? Aloha, he says. Well, first of all, I, I know Sebastian. Aloha, Sebastian. Um, love watching your videos and so on. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, why are you asking this question? Because uh, from what I've heard on your your videos, uh, your intonation is fine. If it's a matter of uh, if, if it's a matter of farming the right cards, if you're doing, say, you know, a uh, a uh, uh, a split bar or if um, your vibrato is too wide then uh, not obviously you know you can narrow your vibrato but I'm not sure what you're talking about but let, let's see what I can do over here as far as um, not hitting the right note well that's of course another technical problem right you know um, you know, when you're doing uh, like exercises, you know, things like that, you know, where, where you start spreading out and you, you, you work on try, trying to get there at the right spot. Of course, you know, that's that's a good comfortable tempo, but when, when you start going faster, yeah. And, and so on, you know, it, it gets more difficult. But at least, you know, you can kind of work up your chops doing that, you know, um, and, 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 and and so on. As far as if um, you, you're not sure how to uh, get something in tune, or if you're, even if you're not in tune, well, one thing is you can pull out your, your, your little tuner. <laughs> if it's, if it's slant, obviously you're, you're not talking about a straight bar. You're talking about a slant. I would imagine, okay, like um, if you're doing something, um, you can use a tuner. Here's another thing. That's I'm assuming that your strings are in tune. Oh, you know what? Better yet, let me grab a steel guitar which has a G tuning, which is what I. Think you're using okay give me a moment I'll be right back okay so anyway uh, yeah again uh, Sebastian I'm not sure um, 
you, you know exactly uh, what you're having problems with as far as intonation. But if you're doing any kind of slats, um, one way is. Get these notes in your ear. Or even. tuning so that's not like a dobro g tuning right is that a low g yeah yeah this is a... uh. <laughs> anyway yeah nice This is a fun tuning to fool around on. Yeah, yeah. And then, how do you apply? Do you? I mean, you use vibrato a lot, obviously. But I mean, is that is that kind of also used on slants to kind of make it blend a little bit more in tune sure. too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and so that's from your lowest string. That's D. No, G. this. But this is well. This is a G. G B D G B D. Oh, okay, that is like a dobro tuning then. Okay. G B. Although I, it sounds more Hawaiian, right? Yeah, for some reason it sounds more Hawaiian. It's the same tuning. Isn't that interesting, huh? <laughs> You know, it, <laughs> it, it just see that's that's the thing about the steel guitar. You know, it 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 it, it can it can um, you can make it sound uh, or, or you can it, it. I what's the way of putting it? You know, it it, it can play a number of different characters. It can play country, it can play bluegrass, it can play western swing, 
can play jazz, can play Japanese, you can play Indian classical, and of course Hawaiian. You know, it's 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 you know, um, it has many different voices, and then that's a cool thing about the steel guitar. You know, it um, you know, and, and it, it is an instrument. You know, the only modern day string instrument from Hawaii that actually has has made an impact in many other genres. Many yeah. other genres. So that's that's a real cool thing. Um yeah. So <laughs> next lesson here so we should probably wrap it up and uh yeah, okay. thanks cool. thanks so much well good I, I enjoyed this and i hope everybody enjoys uh our weaver life stars for you yeah for sure and thanks sebastian for the question too that was great yeah so keep on asking those questions if i if i didn't answer your question sebastian please um uh maybe uh give me something a little more specific okay and uh we'll see if we can handle this or tackle this uh, uh problem Okay, take care then. Okay, Aloha. thanks, Alan. Aloha. Aloha.